You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. So I pray that all is well. Thank you for listening in on tonight. I pray all is well with you. Amen. And my question I want to throw out to you is, are you taking responsibility for your life, right? And I uh, kind of just wanted to talk around that and um, and just see where the Holy Spirit leads and takes us. And uh, one of the things that uh, we know is from Proverbs eighteen twenty one, and it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And so we just want to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, um, if if your if your life is your responsibility, then what are you speaking or allowing to come into your life? So who are your circle? Who's in your circle? And kind of do a, a a fruit inspection on the characteristics of those who are around you. You know, um, are you uh, sometimes having? You know, sometimes when you're around people and um, they don't mean to be negative, or they probably wouldn't even consider themselves to be negative, but yet they are always talking about things that really probably matter to them, but it doesn't matter to your future. It doesn't matter to uh, the direction in which you're trying to go or the direction in which you feel God is calling you for, you know. And so you spend a lot of time just talking about nonsensical things, sometimes things that you can't even control. But the only thing that you really control is you and 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 what you are planning, what you're planning to do, what you feel the Lord has called you to do, right? And so if you think about it, your life is really a reflection of what you have said and what you have thought. And those thoughts have become actions and those actions have become habits. And so, you know, you're, you know, right where we are sometimes and, and it's very dangerous. And I'm going to be bold in saying this is that sometimes we put a lot of blame into what someone else has done or what you feel your parents have done. But, you know, if you are over age, you no longer should be able to blame your parents, you know, that at what point will you take responsibility for your life and for your actions and begin to shift it and move it in the direction that you want to go to? But because you spend so much time in reflection on what went wrong and in places that you don't really want to stay in, right, more than where you would like to walk in, then we become really defeated and stuck. And so I want to speak to all those who could be stuck today, amen, that uh, it's going to take some work, amen, but you're going to have to kind of look at where you're stuck, what happened, why'd you get there, and, and you don't have to spend a lot of time, and a lot of times you really already know, but what words did you speak into your situation and into your life that are causing you not to move? Because if we know that uh, life 
and death is in the power of the tongue, then I'm going to speak it. So you're going to say, well, I, I want to go to school. Well, you spoke it into existence. Now you got to do the work to begin to do the investigation, what school you want to go to, how you're going to pay for the school, what would be your classes, and you start walking and moving in that direction. You know, I want to speak to those who might have had some breakups or some mishaps. Well, if that relationship didn't work, you don't spend a lot of time just sulking on that uh, or trying to examine it to the point that you really can't bring any change. And the one thing that you will find out sometime is that you cannot make someone love you. You cannot make somebody care um, for you. And so sometimes when you realize that this is the result, you've got to walk away and let go. But do not speak negativity. Do not say, I'm done with men. I'm done with women. You simply want to say that possibly that was not God's choice for me, the best choice for me. And I'm going to begin to speak life. I'm going to begin to prepare myself. There's a lot of people who want to be married. I get it. But are you prepared for your spouse? Are you prepared for your wife? Are you prepared for your husband? You know, um, and how do you get prepared? Uh, are you emotionally clean? Are you, you know, are you simply doing the work so that you won't bring baggage to the relationship, old relationships? You know, are you really completely healed from some of those scars and some of those wounds? Have you done the work? Have you done the um, the counseling that's needed to really be set free? Have you broken those soul ties, right? A lot of times you re-enter into new relationships and those past soul ties, those past thoughts and relationships of the person somehow begin to seep through and you can destroy a new thing, a new relationship because you're still pondering or have fear over the past on the past relationship. And so if it's good, you know, I, I realize that there are nine powerful words. Well, 10, 10 powerful words in it. And it says if it's going to be, then it's up to me. That a lot of times that we uh, stay uh, stagnant or we stay in the mindset like God is going to come down but uh, and, and, and make those shifts and those changes for us. But I believe that he has given us the word. He has given us his spirit, right? He's put into us, you know, a troubling to make shifts. Hallelujah. And uh, he's really waiting on us. He's like, I've given you my word. I've sent the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now you're empowered to get up and to walk it out. Amen. You, you, I've given you uh, the, the messages, the word of God. Hallelujah. I've given you God's word, you know, and so therefore you get to, you get to make those changes. You get to speak things. You know, sometimes we can tell what's going on in the inside of you by what you say or what you step into. And so, if we can fix our world, right, once we begin to fix us, and that's the thing, we sometimes try to go and fix other people before we've really looked at, examined, and, and fixed ourselves, right? And so when you think about how we think about things, it's really when you think about thinking, thinking is simply speaking what is on the inside of you, right? You, you start thinking about it, and then you start speaking, 
So the Bible says out of, out of the mouth speaketh the heart, right? So we know that. But how do we begin to frame then our mind? It's like our, our subconscious is responding off of what, what our conscious mind is saying and doing. So that's why we've got to, we've got to, uh, speak like, you know, we are going to live and not die. We are going to get up. We are going to walk in the fear of the Lord. We are going to get up and get our children up. We're going to prophesy unto them. We're going to speak the word of God. We're going to pray and you begin to do it. How Hallelujah. You begin to tell your 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 mind, your spirit, your atmosphere that we are the head and not the tail. The head head people are not speaking and having low thoughts, right? People who are in charge or who have power are not speaking powerless. When you God said, I have given unto you power, he told us. He said, I've given unto you power to tread upon the scorpions and the serpents and over all the power of the devil. And he said, by no means nothing can harm you. And so he's given us the power to speak life and to give us the power to see things differently. But if all of our influence is based upon, hallelujah, who's around us and what's around us, then we begin to speak those things. We begin to speak humanistically. We begin to speak the natural. When you spend more time in the natural, then you only speak about natural things, right? But when you begin to spend time with God and be in his presence, hallelujah, you'll see possibilities. You'll see God being able to shift things, shift your, your situation, being able to shift your family your children and then you can begin to go outside and begin to shift your communities and and shift your churches and shift the government the nations hallelujah and so therefore if the enemy can keep you just in your circle just in your problems just in your ways of thinking then you'll be trapped amen it'll feel like you're making movement but you're not going anywhere it'll feel like a hamster in a cage he puts a lot of effort and a lot of work, but yet he's not going anywhere. His scenery isn't changing. And so if we are the change agents that God has given, uh, placed in us, amen, that we should see change, amen. He said that we were light in the midst of darkness, hallelujah. He said, hallelujah, that we were the salt of the earth, amen. And I don't know about you, but salt brings flavor and brings life to things. Uh, you can have a piece of meat or a piece of chicken or steak and you don't put in any seasoning on it, any salt on it, and it's bland. It just tastes chewy. But when you begin to season it up, when you begin to maybe put some sauce on it, hallelujah, it begins to make more flavorable. It becomes more enjoyable. And we bring joy. We should bring enjoyment to atmospheres. We should not be, people should, you, you know, uh, bring like, oh, here they come because you're coming with negativity or a problem. And so we are change agents. Amen. We are atmosphere change. We are able to speak life in dead situations. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We don't hang there because if you hang there long enough, amen, you'll begin to look like your environment. You'll begin to speak like your environment. And so therefore, we want to speak what God has said. 
Right. We want to think like, you know, the way the Lord has declared it and said it. He told us that if we decreed a thing, that it would be established. Amen. That we can't accept anything less than the best or what God has said or declared for our life. Amen. And so we've got to watch those dry places, those places that we like to settle in. Amen. Those places of compromise. Sometimes we like being in those places that cause us to settle in and to get comfortable. Amen. People who think like us or complain. Amen. Hallelujah. But no, we don't We don't want to be around people who are going to challenge us upward, challenge our beliefs, challenge why we do what we do, challenge why we make choices and decisions that we do. And so we have to begin, hallelujah, to surround ourselves, amen, and to submit ourselves uh, 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 around somebody who is moving and 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 anointed and doing the things that God said. Hallelujah. It troubles me when the Bible tells us that he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever, and yet we don't walk or talk like there's expectation for God to move today as he did then. Hallelujah. And then we get so detail-oriented and, and, and begin to analyze why he cannot move today. But God is moving. All he needs is people with faith and who believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So my question again to you is this. What are you trying to call forth in your life? It might be peace in your home. Am I speaking to anybody that has troubled homes Anybody who might need to clean up, amen, anybody who might do, uh, might be, you know, keeping things, hoarding things, not throwing things away. Like sometimes you have to go like, go through, I, you know, listen, I need to go through my closet and begin to just look. If, if, if you haven't worn it, hallelujah, then you got to get rid of it. <laughs> if you haven't used it, then it might be time to get rid of it, Right. And so we get to go and examine every aspect of our life. Hallelujah. Because they say that our homes kind of reflect what's going on on the inside. So when there's a lot of clutter, amen, maybe our inwards are cluttered up, right? So what are we calling forth? What are some of the miracles that we want to see take place in our life? Amen. We want what the Bible says in Luke that he, the recovering of the sight of the blind. Amen. Hallelujah. And I, I mean, I want my eyes to be open. Amen. God, I, I want my understanding to be opened. I don't want to walk in 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 foolishness or ignorance. Amen. Um, Luke four eighteen is where we get that. He says, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon me." Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. How do we begin to recover one's sight? Amen. At first, before we go to how do we recover other people's sight, how do we get our sight, you know, um, recovered? Amen. Recovering of sight to the blind. There are, there is a situation, amen, where people are blinded to the truth, blinded to who God is, that they believe other people's understanding of what they really didn't understand. 
But the Bible tells us that we can taste and see that the Lord is good. And so we got to begin to see, God, help us to see your goodness. Help us to see, Father God, open up our eyes that we'll see that you are still moving, that you are, you have not left, you have not left America, you have not left black people, you have not left brown people, that you are still there. You are the same God. You, 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 you said that we would be your people. Hallelujah. That you was our God. Hallelujah. And so, therefore, we, how do we begin to re, re, get our sight restored and recover what we had? But, you know, and, and, and maybe you might have lost it. There's some things that you might have lost. Hallelujah. That you might have allowed the enemy to come in. And so we got to begin to call that, right? Call those things that be not as though they were. I tell you, I thank you, Lord, for healing my family. I thank you for um, the prodigal sons and daughters returning. I thank you, Lord, that you're able to uh, bring strength when people are at their lowest moment and they feel that they are weak. You said in their weakness, they are yet strong because your grace is sufficient. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for being able to make ways out of no ways, God. Thank you for being able to send your Holy Spirit, hallelujah, to revitalize us when we feel so empty, so dead, so depleted. Thank you for refreshing us and giving us strength, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Begin to call those things. Uh, begin to say, what you have need of. I need finances for my business. I thank you. I need children for my daycare. I need resources for my restaurant. I need my card to be able to be operable. I need insurance. Hallelujah. I need, hallelujah, um, a, a, a savings for my retirement. Lord, I've never taken a vacation and I, I'd like a vacation. Begin to, to ask the Lord to, those things that you have need of. Hallelujah. Begin to see it happening. Begin to see your business is thriving. Begin to see your books written. Begin to see yourself signing book covers and, and taking engagements and in interviews. Thank you, Lord, for the bestseller. Thank you for songs that have not been written yet. Thank you, oh God, hallelujah, for people being healed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we got to begin to see it. Thank you, God, that, that, that the news reporters will be reporting such a, a wave of people being miraculously healed and leaving the hospitals, that we don't hear cancer. We hear more about people being healed from cancer than we hear that cancer is taking the lives of people. God, we thank you. We're speaking it out. We're speaking those things that are not as though there were. We're speaking that uh, husbands and wives will, will have happy homes and marriages and that there'll be peace in the home. We are speaking that those that have been divorced, that they would if, if at all possible, be recon reconciled back to one another. Oh, Lord, we're speaking those things, oh God, hallelujah, that there'll be less tension and there'll be more peace and there'll be more, hallelujah, kindness and, and gentleness out in the world, oh God. We thank you, Father God, that the homeless are, are in their right mind and back into their homes. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, where there's been interruptions and trauma in people's lives, that there'll 
be whole, God, where people have lost loved ones and have mothers have lost sons and daughters and fathers have lost sons and daughters, God, that you would heal their hearts in the name of Jesus. That when they ask the questions, oh God, that why did this happen? Why that, Father God, that they would have peace in your answer. Oh, we can speak those things that are not as though they were. God, save your people. Help them to understand who you are. Help them to understand, hallelujah, whose they are. That when they say hallelujah, that they are the head and not the tail, that they are above and not beneath, that they will believe it and that they'll know that they will not be caught between two opinions, that they will not be, hallelujah, tricked into serving the enemy. They will not believe the lies of the devil, but they will walk in your truth. They will walk not according to always their eyes, because if we looked from our eyes and our perspective, we would see no nothing good. And God, I thank you that even though our society seems so influenced by social media, that we will raise up children who will know who you are. Hmm. That they'll be set free. Because you said whom the Son is set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That they will not believe what man has said about you, but that they would have an encounter with you and that they will know that they know that you live. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for having, knowing, uh, for having us to know the thoughts that you have for us. Thank you, Lord, for the plans that you have for us. Thank you for working in us and reforming us. Thank you for reconciling us back to you. Thank you, O oh God, that we are your children. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to know that we are overcomers. Thank you, Lord, that we know, hallelujah, that we are victorious. We just give you praise, O oh God, for what you're doing. Thank you, God, for expanding our, our churches and expanding people's understanding of your word and knowing who you are. Lord, religion has trapped us like shackles, oh God. That religion has come and locked us down, but God, we understand that we need relationship with you. Help us to take time and settle down in our busy days that we would know, God, that you, Father God, are the answer, that we would seek you first, the kingdom of God and your righteousness, and all other things will be added unto us. Thank you, Lord, for just an uprising of men and women, girls and boys, spending time with you, getting to know you. And your desire, Lord. Hallelujah. And what it is that you need for us to do. Help us to get into position. That we would be positioned and that we would be in the right place at the right time. That we would not be shaken, that our faith will not be shaken, but that we would be able to stand, that we will not be ashamed of the gospel, that we will not back up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
we will not run away. Lord, you said in your word that David ran towards Goliath. He didn't run away. He didn't run in his own strength. Hmm. We thank you, Lord, hallelujah, for the many examples that you have in the word of God. We thank you, Father God, for Moses and Abraham. Thank you for Isaac and Jacob. Thank you for the stories that uh, set us free. Thank you for finding ourselves and the characters that you have aligned throughout the 66 books of the gospel. Thank you, Lord for having us to be intercessors. What the greatest sign of love, what is the greatest gift that we can give one another is to pray and to encourage. Lord, you told us in Psalm 46 and 10 to, to be still and to know that you are God, to be still, to stop and, and cease from striving, but to know who you are Thank you, God. You said, I will be exalted among the heathen and I will be exalted in the earth. Hallelujah. Other translations say, cease striving and know that I am God and I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. Thank you, Lord, that we will not run away from you that we will not, we'll rest in you, we'll rest in your word, that we will not lean to our own understanding, but in all thy ways, we will acknowledge you and that you would direct our path, that we will not walk in worry or fears, oh God, that we will know that you will take care of us and that you will lead us and that we will be safe, hallelujah, and that we can trust in you, God. You said, trust, trust in the Lord, trust with all thy heart and lead not to thy own understanding, but in all thy ways, acknowledge you and that you would direct our path, that we will stay focused on you, that our hearts and our minds will be on you, Lord. Hallelujah that we will learn to hear your voice and to listen to your voice. You said a stranger we will not follow, that we would have such a sensitivity, oh God. Hallelujah. You said, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, that we would allow ourselves to, 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 to have your mindset, the way you think about things. I, uh, you're more than a bracelet that says, what would Jesus do? Hallelujah, WWJD. But not only would we ask, what would you do, but that we'd walk in it after we've answered the question. And that no matter how difficult it may be, that we'll be able to stand. In this season, that we will stand. That they will walk in humility and not pride. Hallelujah. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for guiding us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for equipping and preparing us. 
Thank you, God, that you're able to turn any situation around and what the enemy has meant for our destruction. God, you said that you would turn it around for our good. And so we trust you. We trust your ways of doing things. And we just give you praise and honor. And we thank you for teaching us how to bless you and worship you and praise you. And may our lives change because we've sought you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. I'll see you next week. I pray your strength in the Lord. And remember, greatness is on the inside of you. Blessings.